Hey, how's it Kyle, what's going on? Not a whole lot. We got it on the first try this time. Yeah, and the recording kicked off and everything. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're ready to roll. Yeah. So how have you been? Uh, pretty good. Can't can't complain. We've had some uh, nice weather. It's a little bit cooler, still nice and kind of sunny and. Um, You're able to get outside a little more. Yeah, I've been out quite a bit, so it's been nice. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's we been might good. get snow tonight, so. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that that sucks. Have and you guys already... 90, 90 degree weather to snow? <laughs> Have you guys already had it? Had snow? Yeah, we and had all... one yeah, snowstorm. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's fun stuff. Weekend went yep. by fast. Yeah, they always do. Yeah, I didn't get nearly as much reading done as I would have liked. But it, it's weird. <laughs> I'm looking at the Justice League that that uh, I read, and it's almost like half a long box. Because <laughs> <laughs> you read like what twenty some issues? I read from issue twenty three to fifty three. So yeah, that was a quite quite a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, I I only read to issue fifty. Ah. Um, just because I wasn't sure, <clears throat> I wasn't sure if the next arc was gonna finish, so I didn't I didn't continue on. Fifty um, fifty though was the was, was the, the end of that planet thing, the Spurrier stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the Loveless stuff was a two-part arc. Oh, okay. And then it jumps back to Death Metal, which is almost like continuing the Snyder run. Like, it's so yeah. weird. It's yeah, so I just, weird. I got my box yesterday, and I saw, I looked at 50, uh, what, 53, and yeah. I saw that. It had the metal cover, and I just thought, I thought that was weird. Well, it... it it's weird because it like, it, how can I say this? It, it seems like Snyder's Justice League never ended. Like, <laughs> yeah. it it seemed like it had that weird, ambiguous ending. Like, okay, the Legion of Doom was captured and Lex and Perpetua, and then all of a sudden, I don't I don't know what happened, but the the Justice League came out on top, and I don't understand why. It was such mm. a weird issue. It it, it yeah. kind of just like it didn't explain anything. And then you read fifty one, and it's kind of like Perpetua is still in the picture, and Luther's mm. there. So it's like, uh, yeah, but I I can't imagine what jar jarring it is if you read it monthly. Like it's not yeah. jar, it's not jarring to me because it's fresh in my head because i marathon these <laughs> but uh, it just seems weird you know you know what this seems like it, it seems like it's justice league classified and i don't remember if you remember that but it used to yeah, be like ro rotating yeah, teams rotating teams doing an arc and then a new arc would start and oh, it, okay. and they had nothing to do with anything like it 
here's a Justice League story. Here's a Justice uh, League story. And that's what it feels like to me. Like, it, it feel, uh, feels like there's no continuity, like, yeah, with any of the books. The only thing they mention from time to time is, oh, yeah, Superman revealed his identity and Alfred may be dead, you know? Like, yeah, those are the only two things that are sort of linking. And I find it extremely awkward that Barry Allen is whimsical in this. Like, I I just never consider Barry like Wally. Like, Wally yeah. would joke and stuff. Yeah. And he would be witty, or, or Impulse would be witty, but it, Barry was always the straight man, and he's he's mm-hmm. he's they've turned him into the the film version of Flash. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just weird. Yeah, it's like they're trying to find uh, they're it's like they're trying to find his voice or something in in these issues. Well, I think they're trying to find somebody that has some is kind of witty or humorous. And yeah. none of none of them are. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got you, Batman, you got Martian Manhunter, you got Hawk Girl. You, you have like none of John them have Stewart. like John, John Stewart. Yeah. John Stewart's serious. a straight straight guy. Yeah. yeah. Wonder yeah, Woman. You, yeah, it's insane. Like you don't have anybody what you need to throw at is like a plastic man or somebody that Yeah, either can... plastic man or swap out John for guy. Yeah, then you could have a little more diverse personality kind of thing. Yeah, I like having John Stewart there because he's—I don't know—he's like the tactician, but they—they they have too much like personalities, if that makes sense. And right. Barry's not the jokester, and he—they he, play him as the jokester. Well, and they—they they kind of have—they have. They have multiple tacticians with Batman and and John and then at times Wonder Woman. Oh, a lot, especially that last yeah. arc, the Spurrier arc. Yeah. Yeah. You had three leaders. You had soup the Trinity. Yeah. It, it was weird and they were all have attacking things differently. Mhm. Yeah. That was an interesting story though, like politically. The Spurrier one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liked it because it was like the damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Like, do we help these guys? But if we help them, we have to be their gods and lead them. Were they better yeah. off with their old leader? You know what I mean? It answers all those questions. Like, yeah, and they 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 just couldn't uh, they couldn't stop fighting over the uh, the the different paths. Like yeah. one was like, uh, like a kind of like a cyborg or robot type path, and the other. And it was even like... ra- it even ran into the children though. Like the children yeah. st- were holding hands initially, and they were. And they it was almost like the, it was almost like the Star Belly Sneeches or something. You know, like the Doctor Seuss tale with the oh, Sneeches yeah. on the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, and I I feel like we've seen this um, a couple times. I, yeah, this type of story a lo- like quite a few times recently. I um, think I think we saw it with um, God. What's his name? That that artist that was writing it and drawing it. 
Oh, Brian Hitch. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen similar, like him address some some of that stuff during the Hitch stuff. I know we have. It might not be exact, but it was close. Were you thinking of a different arc? Oh, I'm sorry. What would you say? I, I said, are you thinking of a different Justice League arc that was similar? Um, no. I well, I can't remember exactly who. I can't remember who wrote it or anything. But I remember something similar where it was. Um, it was like another. Pla- it was a another country. It wasn't. It wasn't like another planet, but it was another country that they were. They were interfering with. And uh, I think it might have been Wonder Woman again who was, like, trying to tell them that they can't interfere um, because they don't understand the culture, you know? I actually sided with her. She seemed like the voice of reason. Yeah. Like, she, she was trying to learn about the aliens, whereas Superman was like, let's just save them and lead them and then leave. <laughs> And, and Batman yeah. was, maybe we should go back to the, the dictator approach. <laughs> yeah, well, you could you could see like you could see how torn Superman was, yeah, um, because he really, um, like he really wanted to help save them and do as much as he could, but he also kind of I think he also knew that it wasn't the right thing to do for them to lead them. Uh, but yeah, Batman was start, starting to get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, and Wonder Woman actually, like, she was more worried about learning about the culture, so she knew exactly um, how they lived and and um, kind of the dynamics um, between the two factions. And Flash was just following orders and fucking things up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that, that the mating ritual when they start chewing on each other's arms and stuff. Yeah. He, he's like, no, you can't eat each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This was. Uh, I I really like the art in this too. The Aaron Lepresti art. Oh yeah, he's he's pretty solid. But yeah, you don't uh, you don't often see um, Flash running around uh, in uh, um, a Green Lantern uh, sphere construct yelling hamster ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he seems weird for Barry Allen, man. Yeah, it does. I still can't get used to it. Like I. No matter how hard I try. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it would be... Like, I understand what they're trying to do with the Justice League. Like, they're trying to... I think they're trying to make it, you know, obviously more appealing to a wider audience and, and likening some of the characters to the kind of the big screen. Um but I, I think it would be really interesting if they, and they've done it before, but I'd like to see them kind of shake the team up a little bit. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Maybe swap out some characters for some different ones. 
Yeah, I, I think not having the the big guns all in the same book. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's good. It, it's good, but then it starts to feel formulaic, like right. Yeah, and then you have these big events. Like, how how do you how do you follow up Perpetua and the Legion of Doom? I mean, like right. as a threat. <laughs> Yeah, because the in you know the, then the next the next arc after that they're you know they're how can you really say like it's a you know it's the it's the biggest threat ever when they just you know yeah. were fighting Perpetua. But if you read Justice League thirty nine, it is just so weird how that wraps up. Like Perpetua's the villain, Lex is still there. They sort of magically defeat perpetua by changing that symbol and then and then those guardians come back you know the one that's got ganthet and um the specter and phantom stranger and Mm -hmm. uh what's her name the the goddess and shazam the god you know you know how it got all those deities they call them the quintessence oh yeah (laughs) yeah It, it seems like they sort of defeat him, but then you read later on and it's like we're back to square one and I, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's and I, ha- I haven't, uh, I haven't, I haven't um, read any action or Superman lately to know like is, is Luther, is Luther still there? Like, is he still in? I don't know. I haven't read it lately <laughs> either. I, I, I have the same stack probably that I had of Justice League. <laughs> probably not as big because Justice League is sometimes twice monthly. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, action, and since Bendis took over, it's just monthly. But then Venditti came, and I, I, I think Venditti has more of a storytelling style that mm-hmm. that I like. And again, his yeah. story was similar um we've had that story about like kryptonians coming and attacking with zod and uh the new krypton story where they have a whole planet of kryptonians near earth because mm-hmm. uh james robinson did that and this yeah. is this is taking the daxamites taking away their vulnerability to lead and then the eradicator leading them to take over earth and that was a cool arc. I liked it. What issues was that? That was 40 through 43. Okay. So it was a four-issue arc with the Eradicator. And that was yeah. cool. It was a long time ago when I read those. Yeah. <laughs> that was following uh, the Snyder run. Okay. And, th- and then we had that weird arc with Tataris and the Amazons and the Spectre. Yeah, where with that god. Uh, Jim Corrigan uh, separated himself from the Spectre and caused yeah, a hot, hot mess. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That one I liked. I it just seemed weird that Corrigan would do that, but. And just unleash Spectre into chaos. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, I thought that one was okay. Yeah. 
that wasn't as good as the Eradicator, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then the Spurrier one, which we just talked about, which was, it kind of was a pretty solid four-issue arc. And then you didn't read the Black Mercy, but the Black Mercy is an interesting story because you know Black Mercy, that plant creature or whatever it is that gives you all you ever want and puts you into a coma, essentially. Oh, yeah. We've read that, and um, uh, the last time I think we seen Black Mercy was that Trinity book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, it was the that was the like the first arc in that book, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had them like they were like trapped in that barn. Yeah. It was that issue uh, fifty one, where that fifty one and fifty two. Oh, okay. And then you get back to death metal. So, uh, so who's writing the death metal one? Is it Snyder? Uh, no, it's uh, Williamson. But I oh, think okay. I think Williamson is doing some of the tie-ins. Joshua Williamson. So is Benditti coming back then, or is it going to be? I don't know. I didn't check. I haven't. Ch- I don't have my previews ever because I don't have my. I have to look it up digitally. <laughs> I don't know who's yeah. coming up. I. I Ever since they switched to DC Connect, I just uh it's almost like I don't have a good understanding of it anymore. <laughs> Let's see what the I'm just looking on DCBS to see what the upcoming issues are. <clears throat> DC Connect. Uh, four or five, they're on five. Let's just see what the latest is. That's more dark. That's such a slow download. It's a slog. It's got so much graphics. Yeah, 56 and 57 are still death metal tie-ins. Is it still Williamson? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where they're going. I really don't. Well, it looks like the Legion of Doom well, there's is there's a gonna Justice League Endless Winter coming up. So maybe that's where we're headed. Hmm. It's uh, an event, I guess, called Endless Winter. And there's a Justice League Endless Winter and then a bunch of endless winners interesting so that'll probably that'll probably be out while it's uh it's winter here and then we'll we'll really be feeling that endless winter yeah especially because <laughs> of the covid and everything <laughs> yeah it like it's endless i'm trying to see if they have the regular series still because they this is the previews that hasn't that's not on DCBS yet. It should be there this week. I mean, the new previews came out this week. So you probably uh, haven't gotten your shipment with it yet. Um, no. No. 
Have they announced who's taking over Superman once Bendis leaves? I haven't heard. I haven't heard if they have. Uh, trying to find Justice League and I can't. Maybe that's just the Justice League endless winter that month. Must be. So it's not even a regular Justice League. Hmm. It's just uh, Justice League endless, endless winter number one. <clears throat> oh, I see it. Yeah, December looks like. Uh, huh. Oh, wait a second. Uh, hmm. There's a Jenny Hex uh, special <laughs> that's coming out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Just a one-shot, though. Seems like they're coming out with a lot of, like, is it like a tie-in to anything, or is it just uh, just uh, just a one-shot of her? Um, just a one-shot of her, but it might tie into Young Justice. I don't know. That's ending, I think. I don't know if you're reading that. I'm not caught up, but um, she's in that group. Yeah, yeah. I I think I. Uh... I think I got like the first ten or something. I I haven't kept up with it. Yeah. So Justice League fifty eight is the endless winner. So it it is uh the the writing team is Andy Lanning and Ron Mars. So that should be interesting. But oh. They're they're writing the entire event. Huh. Like every every comic, like even Wonder Woman, is written by Andy Lanning and Ron Mars, and then they have like the Black Adam Endless Winter special written by them, and the wow. Justice League Endless Winter written by them. That's a lot of work for those two. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I <clears throat> huh. And then there's a comic called Generation Shattered, which is by Dan Jurgens, Andy Schmidt, and Robert Venditti. So it's a oh, one-shot. Hmm. It's it, it looks interesting because it's it looks like it has like a Golden Age Batman. It's got Steel on the cover, Sinestro in a Green Lantern uniform, <laughs> Starfire, Commandy. He he was in Justice League in the Snyder yeah. run. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I I, yeah. I I thought the Snyder run was good. It just lasted forever, and mm-hmm. it was it was like a bunch of cool scenes. Like it, oh here's here's Command D, and uh, the Great Disaster, and then it would move to another scene. Oh here's the Batman Beyond Justice League. And here's all this other stuff. And it yeah. really was, what it came down to it is the Legion of Doom versus the Justice League and the Justice League getting their ass kicked the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
until until Perpetua screwed up her own screwed over her own team. Yeah. Like she she screwed over Zod and Cheetah and everybody but Lex. So yeah, that that was a weird weird arc. Yeah. But the the arc the stories <laughs> that we talked about are the Spurrier, which is forty seven through fifty, I think. And then prior to that was the the Venditti run, which was eight issues, which was the the Spectre arc and the Eradicator arc. And then before that was Snyder. And then it went to a John Loveless, or I think it was John Loveless, or somebody, Lo- Hope, is it Hopeless or Loveless? I don't know who it was, but that's the Black Mercy 2 arc, and then you get to go back to uh, Dark Metal. And I'm not caught up in Dark Metal at all, so I don't know what's happening with that. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't get the event books this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I figure I'll just read them on the app when they get there. Well, they should get there sooner, too. Did you hear the news? No. So, uh, effective effective January, they're going to a six-month lag instead of a one-year lag. Oh, awesome. And it's going to be more like Marvel Unlimited, but they're taking all the videos out so you better watch what you want oh okay they're they're moving all the video content to hbo max ah yeah i wondered if they were gonna do that yeah i don't know if you have hbo max but uh i don't think i do um yeah i don't think i do yeah they are they're offering they're offering a if you're a DC Universe person, you can get it for $4 or something. I don't know what it was. Oh, wow. That's yeah. not bad. It depends if you're going to use it. Like, yeah. We we haven't watched much on HBO Max. Yeah. I'm mostly staying on Netflix and Amazon Prime lately. Yeah, really, like, I don't... I don't usually watch a whole lot. Um, yeah, a it's lot usually of... it's usually my kids uh, that that watch Netflix and all that stuff. Yeah. So, you want to get into first issue? Yeah. The art, though, don't you think was good in all the Justice League? Like they, they've had some good artists with very similar styles. Like I, I thought they were pretty seamless. It wasn't jarring from artist to artist. Yeah, I've uh, I thought uh, I've thought that kind of throughout pretty much even even with uh, Snyder's run. I thought the the art's been pretty pretty seamless through through all of it yeah so the winner of of the contest was first issue special uh one through four. Oh, i thought it was peacemaker was it i thought peacemaker did you read peacemaker 
Yeah, Red Peacemaker. <laughs> if it I thought won, it was if it won, I'd, I'd be... I, I got the wrong one. Oh, no, it was I... First Issue Special. <laughs> was it? Yeah, go Oh um... my god, yeah, it did. Oh my god. <laughs> so you, you can talk Peacemaker, and I can talk uh, uh. First Issue Special. <laughs> I must have looked at it before it was over. Yeah, it, it won by last, a lot. It was yeah, 40.4. Last, last I saw, Peacemaker was winning, so I thought uh, I thought Peacemaker was was I thought Peacemaker won. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? You could talk about Peacemaker. Yeah. Yeah, I can talk about Peacemaker. Um, so have you read have you read that Peacemaker? I read it when it came out, so it's not oh, okay. too so fresh. You... Okay. So um did you hear that it's coming to HBO Max though? Like a show? Yeah. The oh, the, really? the guy well Peacemaker's going to be in the the Suicide Squad movie. I don't know if you know. And um, um it's played by John Cena. Oh, huh. And uh, the, the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy is directing Suicide Squad, but he's also kicking off the Peacemaker series. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's uh, that's such an odd choice, I think, for a, a show. I mean, it's cool, but I'm I don't surprised. know. I, I, I think it, a guy that's willing to start a war to, to have peace... <laughs> That's his whole premise is like I'll I'll fight as much as I can to have peace. Yeah, it's it's very uh he's a really odd character. Like he's um he's he's a lot more violent than I thought. Yeah. He would be cuz he he does kill. Um Well, he's like a Captain America without the yeah. what what morals? I guess. <laughs> yeah, but he he's also like um he's also kind of crazy like kind of like Moon Knight like he's yeah, he hallucinates um that his dad is there talking to him and his dad is uh his dad was a Nazi who who killed himself and uh so I I had no idea about that part of his backstory. I don't even remember that part of his backstory. Yeah, so basically, like, his dad was a Nazi in World War II, and um, they, I guess they were tracking him down after the war for war crimes, and, and he killed himself in front of his son. Uh, so then, so now, like, Peacemaker... Um, when he's on missions and everything, he hallucinates that his his father's there with him, and his father's just constantly like ridiculing him and um, telling him how disappointed he is in him. And uh, he's, I mean, Peacemaker's really just like losing his mind. Yeah. Uh, it's a good analogy though, because we kind of saw the craziness too in uh, Inferior Five. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 So so in this uh, little four four issue mini basically um these uh there's this terrorist group that this terrorist group is trying to um kind of bring about the the downfall of the Soviet Union um and there are um there's another uh so basically the the there's another group that's trying to um uh there's diplomats from uh the Soviet Union and um Germany and they're they're trying to uh basically bring about peace and uh take down the the Berlin Wall and all that and then this terrorist group is trying to um overthrow the Soviet government and take over and they're led by this Dr. Sinsen guy and uh so basically the the whole four issues peacemaker is um trying to stop these terrorist attacks um these attacks are basically like um distractions for the main plan of attacking uh Moscow and uh so he's he's basically getting to the scene late every time of these terrorist attacks and he's having to clean up um by taking out these terrorists and uh um there's a lot of uh <clears throat> the first issue especially there's a lot of kind of flashbacks to uh peacemaker's father and this the stuff that he did um but then also too, uh, Peacemaker he's got like a staff that works for him, and and it's uh, it's really weird. It's like they're all um, it's like they're all in on this like plan to like use Peacemaker for their own goals, and Peacemaker's kind of unaware. So like he's got. Um, He's got a girlfriend. Uh, I think she's like French or something. And he's got a butler and like a mechanic that works on his planes and helicopters and stuff. It really sounds like Moon Knight. That's Frenchy right there. Yeah, pretty much. Except, except the mechanic like is always yelling at him because he's always damaging the planes. Yeah. So the mechanic. The mechanic is really like protective of the equipment. Right, he works yeah. on it, and and he doesn't ha- he doesn't think twice about yeah. damaging it. Yeah, and and it's kind of funny. Like in uh, in the last I- the issue four, in the last issue, Peacemaker finally like goes off on the mechanic, and he's like he's like I'm out there saving lives, and you're whining about a dent on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's it's weird, like the staff, it's like they're they're all like in on it together and it's like Peacemaker is just like their their tool basically. Like they know how crazy he is and they're yeah, kind of him. like Yeah, they're kinda of using him. Uh but then um this uh this Doctor Simpson guy he, he um he kind of looks like Raza Ghoul a little bit. Like he's got the 
the kind of long goatee beard and yeah um he's uh uh he's uh asian he wears like this long kind of like pink robe um but uh let's see if there's looking for another um some other good parts here uh, uh let's see shoot two uh yeah but basically like the um oh and then there's there's some like super powered kind of super powered guys that are working for the terrorist group also um so he has some some run-ins with these super powered guys they're just kind of generic looking uh um like there's one guy called killer watt (laughs) and he's like i guess he's got electric powers um but uh let's see um but yeah and uh, another weird thing too is uh so peacemaker like he he flies this jet and when he gets to the scene of like a terrorist attack he dives out of the plane and kind of like flies down um i guess he's got like a jet pack or something but he flies down and he tells his dad to fly the plane. So, so <laughs> I guess the plane is on autopilot or something. And uh, he, he like, uh, the plane kind of gives him support on the ground. Like, the plane will fly down and shoot shoot people. Um, but he it's hilarious because the whole time he's talking to his father, like, arguing with his father while he fights these guys and... Um, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's pretty good. It's, um, it, it's pretty, uh, pretty kind of straightforward. Um, but, uh, the character is just really interesting. Like, like I said, his, his backstory, I had never known that, that about his father. Yeah. Um, but he also like. I don't uh, think that was his original though. Like he he's a, he was a Charlton character, so I I don't remember that being his I don't remember him being crazy. Yeah. I I remember him being crazy like like a crazy killer. Do you know what I mean? Like he just yeah. has no moral once he sees the enemy, he's there to destroy the enemy. So yeah, it's like a Captain America with no boundaries, but I don't remember yeah. him, uh, you know, not being able to, like, talking to, like, Moon Knight. Kind of, yeah. like, just not all there. <laughs> yeah, and he is definitely, like, like you described, he, he shows up and he's trying to, uh, basically trying to kill the, the enemy. Um, he carries, like, a what looks like an M16. And... um he yeah he's just <laughs> just bullets are flying everywhere but he uh um i probably won't be able to f- oh he also has um that helmet right yeah the helmet that has these like he calls them ultrasonics uh that i guess have different different uh, manipulation powers um over people and the en- things in the environment 
Um, but uh, there were a couple parts in here where he's talking about um, talking about killing and oh I I know what it was um, so he also so also part of his backstory he was he fought in Vietnam and he actually like committed war crimes in Vietnam where he he killed um, civilians like he killed like a whole village or something uh, and so that's kind of that's why he became peacemaker he wanted to make up for um everything that he did wrong and he he wants to kind of right right his wrongs um but yeah he he doesn't have any he doesn't have any um second thoughts about killing yeah he's he's a machine yeah but uh yeah it was it was good i i liked it um it's just uh uh just at pretty much action from from the beginning action from the start and the whole time his his uh the hallucination of his father is like urging him to kill more and more people um <clears throat> oh and another thing so that uh that Dr. Sinsen guy he put this uh he put like the um uh he put the armies like the NATO um NATO ground forces um that were kind of in East Berlin trying to keep peace uh he put them like under his control like the he put the general under like mind control or something. So he had he has both sides like under mind control where they're doing things that he wants. And this general of the the NATO forces was just making these really stupid decisions all because he was under mind control. He was like aiming aiming the guns like the opposite way and stuff and the, <laughs> and his so soldiers were arguing with him but he wasn't listening <laughs> so so they basically uh, uh they were basically just all shooting at each other and then peacemaker had to come in and clean everything up But yeah, it was uh, it was good. I I liked it. Um, you could they, see more of him in the first volume of Checkmate. Yeah, I saw that. In there. Yeah. He's also in uh, a bunch of uh, Vigilante issues too. That's it looks right. like. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, one thing I like about the app. They show you all the issues. Yeah. That they're in. They said they're going to add more stuff too. Like it's now that it's more of a comic platform, mm -hmm. which is what we use it for anyway. Mm -hmm. For the most part. Yeah, that's I mean that's kind of what I prefer, but yeah. Yeah. So um I'm going to cover first issue special 1 through 4. The first issue is a jet it's it's written, it's drawn and edited by Jack Kirby. And it's Atlas. And um, he hasn't really played much of a part in, um, in, in 
DC lore, except James Robinson sort of brought him to the forefront. Uh, James Robinson must have read a lot of first issue special because he brought Codename Assassin, he brought Atlas into the superhero in, into the Superman titles, and um, Atlas is sort of like this futuristic Hercules kind of guy. And uh, it gives his backstory. He was uh, he had his family murdered by this. Uh, it looks like a snake snake guy. I give his name is. Uh, let me see what his name is. It shows up like twice. Hissa, because he meets him in present time. He's sort of like a a conqueror of sorts and. Uh, he kills his family, and then later on, he's actually he finds out that he, he's a trained by man. It's like the story of uh, if you saw the the new Star Wars is and um, Ray. Ray was sort of protected by I forget who the the character was, but raised her till she was a little bit, and then she was on her own. Because they, her parents were no longer there. Well, that's kind of like what Atlas is. He, he was raised by this one one guy who taught him everything he needed to know. Hmm. And then uh, later on as an adult, he's he's out to conquer. Man, it reads like Conan, too. The, the first movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's kind of like that. But uh, I liked it. I mean, if you like Jack Kirby, he did did the whole thing. He, yeah, uh, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't have some of his. He might have inked himself, and uh, it makes it slightly different. Like uh, I think some of his inkers are better than him inking, in, in my opinion. Like if you look mm-hmm. at the fourth world stuff, it looks it it still looks like Kirby, but. Uh, it has a different, slightly different style. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, this was cool. This was a cool story. He's kind of like a Hercules. He's a god that's super strong, and he's going to... Well, you never know what the ending is, because first issue was like Showcase was back in the day. You know, Showcase brought back Flash. It brought back Green Lantern. It brought back a lot of characters. And if they did good in Showcase, they would get their own title. Yeah. Well, the hope of this was we'll we'll see who gets their own title. And interesting enough, none of them got their own title except for Warlord, which is like the last issue of first issue special. So, I don't think the the experiment was uh, embraced by a lot of people or people didn't um dig it. I I would have liked to see what happened with Atlas for sure. And uh, the next story I liked a lot because I I don't remember ever reading this, even though I have it. It's called The Green Team. And The Green Team was brought back, maybe it was prior to New 52 or maybe it was 52. I, I don't remember. But uh, I think it was Gail Simone who did Green Team. Yeah, I think so. There were two books that were launched at the same time and they were odd. Uh, 
No, it was Art Balthazar and uh, Franco that did it. Gail Simone did the other book, whatever the other book was. But uh, Green Team is about a bunch of rich kids, man. They own, like, oil wells. They they own the film industry. They ha- they're they loaded. <laughs> and uh, it introduces this one kid who's who's broke. And uh, he shines shoes. He's he's an African American boy, and it focuses on him. Uh, he's very optimistic and kind, though, and they make fun of him because he he goes into the Millionaires Club and he goes, well, "What do you want to do? Tell me about what you want most in your life." And he's shining their shoes, and he he goes, "Most I want to belong to a team. Maybe I can join this club." And they all laugh at him because he doesn't have any money. And then it introduces the Commodore. He's kind of like a guy who owns the oil fields. And J.P. Hudson, who's an oil, another oil guy, but he's more like a risk taker, like jumping out of planes and doing crazy things. And then it introduces Cecil Sunbeam, the star maker. And um, that's sort of the green team. Let's see, who was, who was the other character that I really like? Abdul Smith. So he's the African American boy that's broke. That that yeah. doesn't fit into this formula and, until the end. Um, but uh, th- they decide they're going to make this this aisle like this the city. Uh, he buys it and he's going to turn it into something, and it's property that that's sort of run down property that they're going to try to turn around because that's what they do it they they get this guy that says i'm going to sell you this great american pleasure machine and um they're going to turn this this thing around and that's when uh how does the other kid get rich i can't remember he gets rich because he gambles on something he gets like a little money and he turns it into a million dollars and then he's able to join the millionaire club but i'm trying to find out they have to defeat the guy that sold them uh the territory uh, oh so abdul smith becomes rich yeah huh. he put his money into the stark market he had a million and a half, and the bank said they made a mistake, and they took their money back. Oh, this is crazy. That's right. He deposited what little money he had in the bank, and they made, there was a bank error, and it turned out to be like a, a lot of money. And then he took that money that he had, like $100,000, <laughs> and he turned it into a million and a half in the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was able to pay the bank back and still be a millionaire so he could ah. he could join the club. <laughs> and they have to take down this 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 uh villain that sold him this pleasure machine. I forget what his name was. But they ended up putting him in the uh he he hooked himself up into the machine which made him like delirious and insane and eventually put him into the crazy house so this was done by joe simon which is the the guy with kirby that created captain america Mm -hmm. so um 
I'll see who drew it. Jerry Grandinetti. But I, I really liked this story. This was fun. I liked it more than Atlas, even though I like Kirby. I like Kirby's art a lot more than this one. Yeah, it looks pretty <clears throat> pretty uh, funny and entertaining. Yeah, this this one you should give a read. I mean, but but all of them it, don't they don't stand. If if you give any of them a read, you read Lady Cop. That's, <laughs> right. that's, that's my that's my favorite. Yeah, I need to check that one out. Yeah, and um, Metamorpho. That's uh, Ramona Fraden and Bob Haney, you know, Zany Haney. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a fairly good issue. Uh, I like the art. It's a pretty straightforward metamorpho story, though. He deals with this, like, ghost creature. He's like a phantom from the Civil War or something like that. And he, he was trying to do, like, a money heist and he had this machine, and, and Metamorpho has to take him down. And it has the same formula that's usually there with the Metamorpho story where Java's jealous, and he wants <laughs> Sapphire. Yeah. And the father is is a horrible person. Yeah. And she loves Rex, but Sapphire is her father's... I mean, she's her father's daughter, so she protective of his, her father even though her father is like evil and he used this machine to turn you know th stuff to gold but they ended up he ended up taking down this ghost and um, that was a pretty cool story and uh, Sapphire and Rex live happily ever after and it says watch for our next first issue special the fourth week of April and he's like Metamaniacs, the merely marvelous ele element man will return again if you want me to. Let us know. <laughs> and I guess nobody let him know anything because uh, we, ne we never saw a Metamorpho se series. It's funny, Java really looks like an ape in this one. Because he is. He's a caveman. Yeah, his, his face. Yeah. He always has been. That's how. That's his origin. So um, the the next one is the one that I I read every year almost. It's Lady Cop. Uh, another character that never hit it off and only appeared in All New Adam when Gail Simone started writing. That's like her only appearance, other than this one. Whereas Metamorpho had appearances, Atlas had appearances, Green Team had their own comic in 2013. Uh, not, it didn't last long. Maybe it's 12 issues, eight issues, maybe eight issues. Maybe they canceled it early. I don't see an eighth issue. No, it's there. On it. Yeah, it did last eight issues. I thought it was one of those DC that they never finished. Yeah. And it uh, this 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 green team looks nothing like the green team of the 70s. But Lady Cop opens. She's at her sorority, 
and there's a killer and she's hiding under the bed and the killer has these crazy boots with skulls on them and uh he kills two of her roommates he murders them and then she calls the cops and she's traumatized but later she wants to become a cop because all she can dream about is the guy in the boots. She needs to get. She needs to find that killer. So she goes to the police academy. She becomes awesome at the police academy. And then one day there's a, a cadet that flunked out. And he decides to blow them all up during their graduation. So he, he's, <laughs> he's running with their bomb. And uh, she, she leaves the chairs, grabs the bomb, throws it in the trash, and saves the day. And uh, kind of the guy says, welcome to the force. And she becomes a cop. And then she's on the beat. <laughs> and uh, the first thing she does is stop this uh, guy who's getting attacked. Uh, stop stop this girl from getting attacked from this guy. And they're two bullies. And, and it looks like they're going to rape her. And they like, they the other girl, they say, wait for me downstairs. Go on. He's, he says, that girl is underage. Don't you realize you can have the book thrown at you? And then his buddy comes and he holds her back and uh, he, he starts kissing her forcefully. But she she gets her knee to the guy's groin and headbutts the guy and um, takes those two guys out. And then she's on the beat again and uh, she gives the girl ice cream and... There's another guy that is very abusive to this this woman, and this woman has has the uh, the VD. I don't know. She has like the venereal disease, it, and it's so weird because it turns into a venereal disease comic. The girl is like gonna jump in the water. She's at the edge of the pier. She's like, is is this woman gonna kill herself? It's not the end of the world. She tells her. She says, I overheard the bad news. You got on the street phone. It's a good thing I found you in time. And uh, she says, it's too late. My boyfriend said he's got VD and he's probably infected me with it. And then she says, VD's deceptive. Girls may not have symptoms, but it's a secret destroyer poisoning you like an underground river. It can cause blindness, insanity, death, if not arrested in time. What should I do? You know, she says, you should go to the doctor and tell your family what's going on. She's like, I can't tell my dad. He'll never forgive me. Um, he's, a, he's a single parent that's kind of trying to raise the girl. And he flips out when she's got the VD. But the, the lady cop comes in and says, you know, everything will be right. This is your daughter. She loves you. And she she fixes that. And then a guy with a chain comes and tries to throw her, tries to hit her with the chain and they go over the pier, and the, the guy can't swim, so she takes him out. So she has quite the adventurous day. She saves a girl from the VD. She captures two two guys that were going to rape a girl and, and herself, and then uh, stops a guy that wants revenge. And it's pretty entertaining if you read the dialogue. <laughs> and she says... I wonder if I'll ever find the killer in the boots. Oh yeah, and, so she never yeah, she Yeah. <laughs> didn't get a chance. Yeah. She didn't get a chance. And that's the reason she became a cop to begin with. Yeah. Someone needs to write that 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 story. 
They kind of are, but not as DC. There's there's a comic book called Undead by Blood, and it's sort of like Lady Cop in the fact that it's it took the idea of when she was young, she saw a guy with these boots that killed her family, hmm. and now she's seeking revenge, but she's not a cop. And yeah. they're, tur- they're turning that into a film. It's it's being done by that Redis guy that's in Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. That's a great comic, if you get a chance to read it. Undead by yeah. Blood. But yeah, this was... I, of the series, I think the two stories that you would like are the green team because it's just it's just so much fun and like a kid a kid that's damn near broke becomes a millionaire (laughs) that's awesome yeah and he was treated like shit up to that point (laughs) and a a, a uh, bank error made him rich it's kind of like uh richard pryor in superman 3 that's right maybe that's why i like it so much (laughs) 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 yeah so uh that's first issue special do you want to pick something for next time yeah i actually came prepared uh this time Um, all right so i have uh, I will choose the 2008 uh, Madame Xanadu uh, issues one through four, the Matt Wagner. Wow, they have that. That was Vertigo. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was surprised too to see it. Because I, I, I don't think I've seen Vertigo on there up to this point. <clears throat> And then let's see. That's uh, Amy Amy Reader, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the other one I will do. Um, let's find it here. Um. Uh, the Witching Hour, the nineteen sixty eight. Uh, probably just do one through, uh, one through three, or, uh... That's pretty fair, because they're dense. Yeah. Wow, Inferior 5 just showed up on, uh, the app. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I'm really, uh, I'm wanting to read the, um... Uh, flash forward because they put the first issue of that on too. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I hope I hope they they put the uh, unpublished free comic book day thing in it like there was in the trade too, because it's wow. a nice bookend uh, to the series. Sort. Now I'm not prepared, <clears throat> so. Give me a minute to find out what I'm going to pick. Uh, I wish this thing was easier to sort. 
I wish it had like a a letter on the right where you could just jump to the letter. Can you do yeah. that? Uh, let me see here. Um. Well, so on mine, so like I can sort by. So they have it on the default. They sort it by the oldest series, which is kind of an interesting way to look at it because they have action, detective, Superman, Flash. Um, you know the the oldest series first. Yeah. Um, but then you can do like A through Z, Z to A. But then you can like you can filter by era on the left side, at least on my laptop. Yeah. Filter by characters, writers, artists. But yeah, they don't they don't have just alphabetical where you can choose the letter that I see, anyways. It's definitely easier to navigate on my laptop, that's for sure. All right, let's do Hero from 2003. Hero. That's uh, oh. L-H for Hero. Yeah, I, One, yeah, two, I love that. Yeah, those are good. And Hard Time, 1 through 4. Hard Time. I don't know if I've heard of that. That's Steve Gerber, one of my favorite writers. <clears throat> 2004. But, uh, it's about a kid with powers that goes to prison. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then I oh. was wondering if they had... Oh, Brian Hurt. Interesting. I was wondering if they had, uh, for some, for a regular book, if they had Lois Lane... Um, I think they have the first issue. Oh, just the first? Let me look. Uh, Lois Lane, three issues. Why don't we cover that? Oh, it's okay. got three issues three. of it. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. That's so good. Okay, yeah. Sweet. And then you should be getting like once a month so you can keep up with it. <laughs> you should yeah. now, now that the app, every the app is on a 6 month thing and yeah. You're going to get uh, every month you're going to get a new title. So we'll cover Lois Lane and then whatever wins the the Madam cool. Xanadu Witching Hour. And then I went with the letter H. <laughs> yeah. Should be should be interesting because to me that's this is the most obscure list that we have. Yeah, and in I, my I opinion, know, <clears throat> I know a lot of people like Hero, so we'll, yeah. So that that could be that could be a, a landslide there, but we'll see. Could be Halloween though too. You know, it's True. October, yeah. so they might go with the Witching Hour. Yeah, that's true. I'd be surprised if Mandem Xanadu wins, but I'd be happy if it did. That's yeah. a good series. I mean, Matt Wagner and yeah. Amy Lee, Re <clears throat> Amy Reader. That's really mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, this will be a cool, uh, cool set of books. Yep. All right. Well, it sounds like a plan. Awesome. You should read though, Lady Cop. I think you'll get yeah. it. Yeah. You'll dig it because it's almost like it's such a weird. It's written so weird. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I'm kind of. I'm kind of mad at myself that I didn't see that that one because I was looking forward to reading those. Yeah. Well, I was looking forward to I'll... reading Peacemaker, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now you can do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 The only thing is I'm on a Rob Liefeld kick lately. So oh, yeah. I've been reading in the middle of the night, like one issue of, of uh, New Mutants Before Bed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Starting with, like, the early cables and working my way forward. Mm-hmm. So I've yeah. already read that stuff, but I want to revisit it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's always fun to go back. I've bought a lot of cable, stuff. too, <laughs> lately. <laughs> a lot of Conan and a lot of cable. Yeah. Yeah, I was... Uh... I was reading some Strange Adventures earlier today. Uh, the, from DC? Tom, the, Tom, the Tom King one, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I was getting getting caught up on didn't, that. Didn't we cover the first we did two? One, we did one through two, yeah, or one and two, yeah. Would you mind uh, adding that to our list, too? Because it's, what, up to five now? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's do that. You're yeah, already, read, it sounds like you're already caught up, but I would just be catching up to you. Well, I read three and four, so I still have five to go. But, okay. Yeah. And three and four were really good. Well, I, 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 I've been liking that series quite a bit, too. So. Yeah, and it's getting really interesting. Like, they, there's, some, there's stuff going on that we're not seeing. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to be really interesting for sure. All right, sounds like a plan. Strange Adventures, Lois Lane, and then whatever wins. Yep. All awesome. right. Cool. It's still less than uh, 55 Justice League books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a lot to read. It was. That was crazy. <laughs> and a Snyder's run is dense, man. Uh, oh, I know. Each and... issue, each issue was like 15 to 20 minutes. Well, and that's why that's one of the reasons why that book stacks up for me because there are t like there are times where I, I'm just not in the mood for something like that. Yeah, you that's know? real that that dense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a good week, Kyle. Yeah, you too, Mike. All right, I'll try to post that survey up soon. Awesome. I'll try to pay attention to the real winner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pacemaker was in the lead very early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know when I when I looked at it and thought it it won. I I don't know. <laughs> oh well. Well, you read a good story. That's the one I wanted to. I, I've had that one queued up four times, I think, and it just it just can't win. Maybe subconsciously, I just yeah. I you're like, I feel win. so bad for him. I think I'm gonna yeah. read this anyway. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Or you can reach Kyle at Kyle Pettit five, right? Uh, K Pettit five. K Pettit five. I'm getting you confused with Rob. <laughs> it's just his number. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's weird that you choose five too, because there's big five army too <laughs> for Kirk. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm Mike Myers Brunch, and you can find us at dcnoisepodcast.com and also on Facebook at DC Noise Podcast. Uh, click the like button, follow the episode threads there, and uh, we'll be back in two or three weeks probably because that's usually what we've been doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah. likely two. Uh, I have more of a manageable load to read. The, the Lois Lane stuff, too, I've already read. Yeah. So I'll read that last just to refresh my memory. But it's so good. I think what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to marathon it, like do the whole thing, <clears throat> but just talk about one through three. Yeah. Because I need to finish that. I was close. I was. I think I'm two issues away from finishing the series. Is it 12? Yeah. Okay, cool. So was Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That one you got, right? Yep. Yeah. I think I just have like two issues left to read on that one. Yeah. All right, cool beans. Awesome. We'll call this one a a night and uh, be back in two weeks. Yeah, cool. Have a good week, Mike. You you too. Bye. Yep, see ya.